0: The Hit the Light podcast featuring Big Frog and Michael Castleberry is on the air covering classic metal and comedy from San Diego, California. So now sit tight and hit the light. The Hit the Light podcast is recorded live and uncensored. Big Frog in particular is not politically correct, so please don't be offended. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hit the Light podcast with me,
1: Big Frog, and me, Mike Castleberry.
0: And we're back again. Um, Do anything cool this week?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I recorded a podcast (laughs) for the first time back, man. It was good
0: having you back, man. That one felt good.
1: Yeah,
0: I got a couple of more uh, solo ones in mind in case you know shit gets hectic again. I want to do an Ingve one. And, uh, and you know what, eventually I want to do a Randy Rhodes one, mm-hmm. but that one, I'm actually going to take my time with it because I want it to be right, yeah. you know, I don't want it to just be a bullshit just, one.
1: Uh, something you toss out there yeah, and kill no. time when I'm busy with... Yeah, finishing up taxes and yeah. shit like that. Or,
0: I, I want to get into the Quiet Riot records and I want to mm-hmm. get into that time and you know the, the live video from that time because it's mostly all of the live video that
1: exists. Yeah, there's you know? nothing like Ozzy said at this point, there there ain't nothing left. Yeah. This is all we got. Yeah,
0: so that's um. lame. And so, uh, which is crazy because you know, there's so much shit that was recorded during that time but I guess they just fucking thought, well, we'll get him on the next one. And yeah. There was no next one. But, uh, and I also want to do an Ingre one, but amazingly, his album, which is supposed to come out on the 29th, it's out. Has not leaked. Yeah.
1: Well, I just saw it on uh, um, uh, Amazon like Prime. Pre order, yeah, yeah, whatever. But I mean. You can listen to it. So. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't look entirely. It might just have the one single on it. Yeah.
0: But. So it because I have not been able to find it, and usually by this time it's it's fucking out there. Yeah. So you must be pretty pretty tight about it and yeah. whatever. Well, like said, Even though yeah. I'm I'm not expecting a lot, you know what I've heard of it. I haven't really liked. And uh, by and another thing that fucked me up is by comparison, right? Um, I went and saw Uli John Roth the other day in yeah. Ramona, and uh, I had seen Ingve at that same place yeah. before. And, you know, bottom line is, Ingve does bigger crowds than Uli does. Yeah. Right? So, therefore, I mean, Uli's got a singer, you know? Matter of fact, Uli's got three guitars on stage right now. Oh, shit. You know? So, it's like, he's not fucking uh, skimping. Yeah. Even though he's doing smaller. Yeah. Yngwie's doing bigger, and he doesn't want to put out for a singer... And he's you definitely
1: know, not going to fucking have another guitarist yeah. on stage. Yeah, oh,
0: never, you know. Yeah, yeah, or never. But I guess, you know, I guess that's, you know, anybody wants to drive Ferraris and do that thing. So in order to do that, yeah. he's got to do it this way. The music is, suffers yeah. immensely. But, you know, whatever. It's one of those things.
1: That's the thing, man. Fucking A. Like, his singing on that last, that uh, Beatles cover... Uh, that was bad, and that was having this with the studio touches yeah. on it. Like, yeah, it's I don't awful. I want to hear that shit live. No. Ima- now imagine him trying to sing like shit that was originally sung by, like by a, a singer. singer. Yeah. He's going to sing doesn't... Rising Force. Uh, well, it
0: definitely limits the songs you can do. Yeah. Definitely. Also, too, I mean, anytime you're doing your multitasking, it's going to take away from the other task. Yeah. Right, so his singing is going to take away from his guitar playing well, even. and
1: there's a reason why generally when a singer is also a guitarist he's the rhythm guitar yeah. and not the lead or can. you
0: would at least have another guitar to cover yeah. parts that you can't anyways whatever I guess at this point like probably the people who still go singing every year mm-hmm. are probably like you know have that Trumpster mentality yeah. where they're like in it no matter what. And I, mean, I
1: guess, it. man. I that's guess. Fucking...
0: You know, it, I, he's coming May 4th, and if I wasn't going to be out of town, I would probably go. Yeah. But that's just because I'm going to a lot of concerts right now. Like with with this, this kind of re- re-energized my, uh, you know, I'm wearing a Kiss shirt yeah outside you know it's not a concert day or anything yeah this would have been out unheard of a couple of years ago <laughs> so i'm kind of back embracing the fucking and i and i get like people like fucking that fucking heavy metal cholo dude you over, you know <laughs> hey, but
1: fucking like guess I yeah it's like <laughs> it's
0: like i'm it's like i'm i'm the rocker and i'm the fool yeah. so it's like on, b- on both ends of, it, of uh, the joke
1: that's your positive affirmations in the way yeah. you are a rocker fool <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> exactly so we're back for the anyway so and Uli was great as usual he's fucking insane mm. and uh, and he had like a, a problem with one of his custom guitars that he has that are like 35 frets and fucking all crazy shit so he basically played the rest of the night on his sky guitar, but yeah. it's a Strat version. Mm-hmm. And so he mostly played the re- most of the night on the Strat, which is weird for him. In which I actually really dug. Yeah. Because sometimes when you limit somebody, they they fucking really take up that space. So yeah. he fucking he blew it away on that Strat, and it was fucking excellent.
1: Oh yeah, it's, it's sometimes limitations. Yeah, breed ingenuity. This, right, people always talk about. That's why the first Star Wars movie was as good as it was because George Lucas was on a limited budget and yeah. this and that and he had to really get every every sweet, drop, every out, drop, out, of it, drop yeah. out of that shit. Right. And that's why later when he became George Lucas and did the prequels, they they're kind of fucking whack. Yeah. He was rich and he had a 100% control. Yeah, of nobody movie. could
0: tell him no anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all that shit, and you know that's funny that because this shit actually applies to uh, to ACDC also, um, with the uh, with uh, with Kiss, um, having when we went to see Kiss, like yeah. every time, like right now we're gonna go see Queen's on Wednesday. Yeah. So the set list is in Lonnie's car on repeat, mm-hmm. you know, so she can know the songs and yeah. she won't get bored. And, whatever whatever and it works for me too because I, a lot of these bands I don't know the fucking new shit yeah. they fucking so i so i do that too and so when we went to kiss right i've i had the whole set list ready for her yeah. to you know and she got super into Ace, you know, and super into Fuck Tommy Thayer. And yeah. Super, in, and also super into Can You Play That? Can You Play That? Can You Play oh, That? Shit. And so now I'm fucking finding myself like relearning kiss songs and shit like that. Yeah. So, you know, right now I'm playing uh, Come On and Love Me, yeah. right? And, and learning those parts. And that shit is very pentatonic, very blues mm-hmm. scale, which basically means you're only using five out of the eight notes that you would normally yeah. use in the scale. Very limiting. But by the same time, since you only got certain places that you can go, you go to places you wouldn't normally go if you had yeah. more choices. You know, so And Angus Young's shit is very much like that. Yeah. And Ace's shit is very much like that. So in a way, it's like, um, it's very comfortable, the, the a C D C never does a chord change that like throws you off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what
0: the fuck did that note come from? I didn't know? expect that. Yeah, no, it's very fucking right there and it. and uh I mean, and so we might as well start at the beginning. And like you said, the first uh the first album which the first album that we would have been had access to yeah. was um was high voltage yeah. our version, which was a compilation of the first two albums. Yeah. And in essence, that was probably a pretty good idea because that album rules,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know? You're, you're almost getting like a stealth, uh, you know, best of. Yeah, best of, of er, you know? very
0: early best of, yeah. And so uh, and so it was recorded 74, 75, yeah. right? So that means I was five, you know? <laughs> so, so yeah, it's like, you know, like I said, you think of ACDC as kind of an 80s band, but they're really not. They're really like, you know, they were, they were doing this shit and way before a lot of, uh, and I would say that like, many of the bands that came, you know, your Guns N' Roses, bands like that were very, very, very Mm ACDC fucking um, based, you know, um, even fucking like dudes like Dimebag were very into uh into Angus. Yeah. You know, a lot of dudes are really, really, really into Angus. And uh and Angus was Angus from day one. You know, when you listen to these old albums like um like high voltage and they have like the songs, like it's a long way to the top, right? Yeah. That's that solo's fucking Angus would be that same style all the way until now. Yeah. So it's not like much has changed, really. You know, I mean I think
1: I remember, I saw a quote from Angus. So I'm probably misquoting this someone that said that uh people uh talk shit about AC D C uh that say oh they've been making the same album thirteen times. But yeah he said, no it's not true. We've made two albums thirteen times. Yeah 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 <laughs>
0: yeah so there you go. You know I'm and, uh, and 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 you know what that kind of because how many times have you said about a band man you know what uh, they fucking changed I don't like the new direction I wish they would play like more like the old shit yeah you know well they did it
1: yeah you know well uh, that's it, that, like I said going back to where I said that I feel like ACDC and Motorhead are two sides of the same coin yeah Motorhead never really fucking took you off guard right like, you kind of you know what you're getting yourself into when you buy a Motorhead record right. And if it's different, you're going to be like, that's weird. But yeah. it's generally the same thing. But it's new. Right. So you're going to like it. Right. And ACDC kind of has that going. The, the downside is is there are diminishing returns. Of course. Eventually, you get kind of bored. And it's yeah. like you don't necessarily want to see a new, improved ACDC Mark III or some shit like that. Right. You just kind of want them to stick to their old shit that you like, and you, that's about it. Like, you're not... you're At some point, you're not going to be that into the newer album. Right. You know, and you're just going to be like, eh, I prefer the old shit. I don't hate this. I don't think they've made an album that's like, fuck that album. Yeah, yeah no. sucks. No, no. But...
0: It's all... It's all... Uh, it's all good. Yeah. And given the right circumstances, I could get into any of them, probably, you know? like uh, like I I always refer to the you know if it's one of the tapes that you have in prison you're gonna love that fucking album and I and I could do that with probably any ACDC record because the ingredients are awesome yeah you know it's just whether or not you fuck up the cake or not you know but
1: I do say uh, like how you said you know it's great that the way the international release was like a best of those first two albums Mm -hmm. yeah it's just such a fucking sick album and it's got this is where when i listen to those deeper cuts that i think i start to appreciate bon scott a little bit more because Mm -hmm. he plays with subjects a little bit more than brian johnson does yeah brian is like you don't have a whole lot of fuck music Sung by Brian Johnson. Right, right, right. He's a little bit different because he's such a ah, out there yeah. thing. It's the you can't sing about fucking like that usually. It's weird. Yeah. But you know, on the first album with uh, like Little Lover and shit, where he's just singing about wanting to fuck basically, mm-hmm. and like some of the lyrics he comes up with, where he talks about like the chick getting up and there being a wet spot on the seat, and mm-hmm. it's, and it's not Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's like, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, that's slimy, but you know, um, yeah, that's funny.
0: You know, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, it's kind of where it's almost where in like in real life, Mm -hmm. some guy, one guy can say something and then, and then chicks will like be like, well, that was inappropriate, but that was kind of cool. But another and another guy could say it. It's yeah. just like, oh, this fucking creep isoid. <laughs> Bond Scott was the kind of he could get away with he had a that lot swagger
1: more about it. But it's like that whole first off. They, there's some just fun little things on it that are underappreciated. I think like uh, I think it's on the Jack at the the end of the song where they end it with the crowd booing them. Yeah. And it sounds like the crowd booing and throwing bottles yeah, at yeah, yeah. sides, like, thank you so much, we love you. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. We're so, we're so happy to be here. Right, well, you know, that's one, of the, uh, that's one of the things from their early days, was that I guess they used to get in a lot of shit. Like <laughs> when they were first touring and people didn't know what to make of them and mm-hmm. shit. And you know, they played rough places and they didn't yep. give a fuck, they would play anywhere you know and uh, that's one of those things is like man uh, you know when I first started playing in bands I was like if they don't want to fucking see us I don't want to play you know I don't want to fucking play some place where they fucking you know like when uh, we first uh, got introduced to fucking playing punk you yeah. whatever it's like oh yeah they're gonna throw shit at you and they might spit at you and it's then, like why are we like, fucking here yeah I don't wanna do that shit I'm here shit. to be a
1: rock star yeah, No, spit on exactly. me exactly
0: <laughs> so so it's like um yeah I mean you know they were they were down with it you know and that's where like the highway to hell you know uh mantra yeah. came from was like fuck it we're on the road and we're just fucking
1: yeah. we're going through hell but we love
0: it you know to an
1: extent i could almost feel that doing comedy there's been those times, oh yeah, you do, you do them bar shows where nobody showed up there to see comedy. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. these motherfuckers turn off the jukebox. But right. You know, nobody ever spit on me.
0: Right. Nah. It's and, like <laughs>
1: shut the fuck up. You know, it's yeah, something. It's, you they know. turn the game off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> like that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, but uh, yeah, I can almost. That's the thing though, is when I do those shows, I'm like ah. Fuck it. I'm not taking it as a badge of honor that I did that. I'm like, right. why did I do that? Like, right. I'm over here like, why am I fucking bothering people at their favorite hangout? Yeah. They you don't know? want me here. I don't want to be here right now, but I guess I'm here, so I need to fucking right. work on that callous. Yeah.
0: In that, those situations, I'm like, I don't want to be the only one who fucking says no. Yeah. So if everybody else goes up, I'm going up. Yeah. If People start saying they don't want to fucking go up, though. I'm down with that, too. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: it's like, fuck it, dude. Let's, but it's like, yeah. like um, One of the funniest things, though, was when uh, Adam Connie used to uh, run a room uh, uh, second wind or something like that. Okay. It was Sounds kinda, familiar. It kind of like Lakeside area. Okay. And Adam, man, he fucking would pull, push through some shit there. Like, he had, like, dudes straight up call him like the n-word oh when he was on stage running the show there oh and i'm like how did you not just pull the plug forever on yeah that? uh but um there was this one point point where they'd be doing a mic or something like that where there's a there's this dude that was a, a regular at the bar yeah um he started getting up at the mic Yeah, and all his set was every week was him shitting on the comics That were at the mic for fucking ruining his bar. (laughs) 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 These fucking pretentious dick bags, and I was laughing so hard the first time I saw that because he was like, "Oh, I I don't have a, I don't have a fucking notebook with me like these cool fucking pretentious piece of shit dickhead comics." (laughs) Oh, and wow. he would just go off on how he hated stand-up comedy for like uh-huh. three to five minutes.
0: That'd be funny if you fucking ended up like falling in love with it and then doing it at other yeah. people's bars.
1: No, he just, want, once Adam pulled the, the plug on that, I think that went away. But yeah. yeah, man, fucking, that's just, ACDC, it's kind of hard to imagine them ever being in a situation where people were like, boo, fuck right. you. Like, yeah. You know, imagine them then showing up and everybody going like wow this is the best fucking thing ever but yeah in that little documentary you sent me there talking about how when they moved to England um, that was when punk rock mm-hmm. was the fucking thing and everybody was shitting on them mm-hmm. they're, what do they call them wallaby rock or something yeah well yeah exactly because <laughs> they're a bunch of fucking right you know Australia, and you have to think
0: things. that, yeah, that Australia at that time must have been very looked down upon by England. That was like their, their, their trash can, bus. basically. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever anything that came from there, you know, whatever. But, they, you know. yeah,
1: they had to go in during the punk scene, mm-hmm. and, you know, they had the dude talking about how they played a show once, and they, it was a two-show night. Mm-hmm. The first show, mm, there's the standard regulars that show up to watch shows there, and he said by, by the time the second show rolled around, is fucking full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because word got out already like, dude, you need to fucking see this band. They're right. Coming on again later, they're going to fucking blow your, right. your your mind. Right. And you know what, man? <clears throat> like, if I had
0: seen ACDC for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I would have been down to make that call to tell people, you need to come and see this. Yeah. Like, whether you're going to like it or not, you, to you need to shit. see this because it's fucking insane.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> But yeah, that's, you know, there's something, say. it's interesting because, you know, I'm sure the debate's always going to rage forever, which which singer was better,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's kind of interesting in the sense that, you know, Brian Johnson, when he got let go, he, he got let go and he was made to feel like he was just a mercenary the entire time, mm-hmm. and he's like, I thought, you know, this was like a brotherhood, like, you know. I know you guys brought me in under a bad situation, Mm -hmm. but I've been in this band for like thirty fucking years. Right? Why are you acting like I was just like a hired gun? Right? You know, I've been up and down the road with you guys too, and I think in some way maybe they uh, they they obviously accepted him as a necessity, but I'm wondering if they kind of pined for. You know the old days. Yeah. And, you know, wh- I wish Bon Scott was here. Right. But, you know. Well,
0: you know, uh, it's one of those things that I think in uh, we have a reality nowadays that whenever shit starts to go wrong, then motherfuckers start looking at the contracts. Yeah. Right. And what do the contracts say? Who's the owner of this thing? Yeah. Who? What's this guy's actual role? And probably came to find out that, you know, his actual role was they could get rid of him without much of a problem. And then they started acting that way. Yeah. You know, Uh, I don't know where they stand now. I've heard that he's kind of back in the band, but I'm not positive what that is. It's just a rumor as far as I know. I've
1: heard rumor of that too, but I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, who fucking cares? Yeah, kind of. It's already, we're already at the, we're, we're, we're in the weakest incarnation of ACDC. Definitely. Um, you know, one half of like the brotherhood is, is gone. Right. right? You know, and he's been gone for years because he got dementia, but he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a trip is that, um, <clears throat> George I, and Malcolm they died about a month apart. Mm. I didn't even know that. I was like, I kind of looked it up because I was like, I wonder what George, is, right. oh, he's also dead. And yeah. I looked and he died a month before Malcolm. Oh, wow. So, you know, Angus lost two brothers in a month. Yeah. And, you know, you had things where <clears throat> Brian was told he couldn't sing live or something anymore. Yeah, like, because of his hearing or yeah, whatever. And that he was under the, he was saying that it was one of them deals where it's something that could potentially get better Mm. and they were like well we got we can't fucking postpone the tour right so bye and then they brought in Axl Rose yeah yeah which is fucking weird it is weird and there was talk for a while that there was gonna be an ACDC album with Axl Rose Mm -hmm. on vocals and people that are AC D C hardcore fans are like no. Yeah. No. And it's like, Well, you guys had to do with the singer chains once. Right. And at least this is a a dude you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, from
1: what I've seen, Axel Rose did a pretty great job. He can do it. Doing doing it live. Yeah, he can so. do it. He can do it. Um, I don't think you should call it. I, I I kind of almost think you shouldn't call it ACDC anymore at that point. Yeah, it, that's at that point it's you know. Yeah. You know, call it Angus and Axel or. Something yeah, you know, or I was like. just gonna call, say that. Call it double A. <laughs> yeah. You know, there. It's because it's not the original. You know, there's nobody left from the original lineup except for Angus, and you got right. Axel Rose, who's too big of a name. It's fucking weird when he was calling something that didn't have the original lineup Guns N' Roses.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: but you associate him with battles.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. You know, yeah, yeah. And since you since you mentioned the uh, he that is actually the only member now, uh, made me think uh, we can't kind of gloss over the fact that Phil Rudd turned out to be like a super tweaker, and yeah. like maybe like I don't know, committed some kind of weird crimes or something. What did they
1: say? Wasn't some like fucking like. Oh. Okay. On um, November 6, 2014, Rudd was arrested and charged with attempting to procure a murder. Ah, yeah. Threatening to kill, possession of methamphetamine, possession of cannabis. Oh no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, following a police raid on his home. The charge <laughs> the charge of attempting to procure a murder was withdrawn the following day.
0: Right. So he tried so he just threat probably threatened to kill somebody. Yeah. So it's not much different than... Well, uh,
1: when you say attempting to procure... That's saying you, you're trying to hire someone to right, kill a motherfucker. Right,
0: yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, like, if you fucking got... If you were fucked up in a bar, you're, I'll give 50
1: grand to anybody who kills this motherfucker right here. Fucking, you know, that might could be chargeable. You, yeah, I yeah. guess. I mean, that's not something I've ever said when I was fucked up. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure maybe, I've said that. No. I might say, like... I'll fucking kill you, you motherfucker. Yeah. You fucking look at Food me like that one bitch. more time. I don't have the money to fucking hire someone to kill right. someone, so I can't be like, I'll fucking give you right. money and fucking kill that guy. I actually How much you got? I got like I actually I got a gift card to Applebee's. Uh, right. Fifty bucks. Yeah. You wanna kill this guy for a Applebee's <laughs> gift card? You can probably get a hobo to do it. I don't know, man.
0: You know, I actually unwittingly um got somebody to do something for me.
1: Jesus. But
0: I wasn't really like serious about it. Yeah. But I ended up owing this person uh, <laughs> uh, a similar favor. Uh,
1: right. like, oh, fuck. big mess,
0: big fucking mess. Yeah. But that's it. that's all that drunk talk, man, that, which I luckily don't have to deal with anymore. Yeah.
1: That's like the time I, you know, it's almost like the time my wife managed to get a new laptop because uh I was uh at Best Buy and I was getting one. Mm-hmm. and she just drops uh maybe you can buy me a laptop too and i was feeling generous that day apparently yeah. and i my best buy gift card my new card but my credit card was all paid off from when i bought the tv and i was like <laughs> it was like what the same kind i got she's like yeah i was like fuck it yeah let's ring us up two of those yeah and she was like saying how like later she was like i was joking Right, But she said it like she thought I would know it was a joke. She was like, yeah, why don't you get me a laptop, too? And then I was like, okay. And she's like, shut up, Roxy. Don't fucking ruin it. Don't suck this up. You're about to get a new laptop.
0: Hell yeah. Can't can't say no to that. (laughs) Can't say no to that. So then next, um, they came out with Dirty Deeds, but we didn't get it. Yeah. So our next album was Let There Be Rock. And that was... um, Fucking awesome. Uh, like again, I I heard this shit after the fact. So, yeah. so we were already, uh, like ACDC, uh, Back in Black was already out. We found out about it, we dug it, and then right away, uh, For Those About to Rock came out, which is one of my favorite al- albums from yeah. ACDC. Uh, for whatever, I mean, maybe it's just because. I was there at the time and it's, fucking
1: You got that attachment, Yes, yeah. you know. It's got cannons in it. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: badass. I sw- you know, and I like some of the songs even that aren't the yeah. the main the main ones. But getting back uh, getting back to uh Oh, okay. On um Let There Be Rock, there's also uh Australian version that is a little bit different from the international version but it's actually only a couple of songs and the order the yeah. Australian version has a song called Crab City in Blue mm-hmm. I don't know that song <laughs> uh, but it's I guess it might be about crabs getting crabs probably from that sounds like some Bod Scott shit yeah. so, <laughs> and so, uh,
1: um,
0: but the rest of the songs are pretty much the same so doggy dog, let there be rock. Yeah. Whole lot of rosy. Hell ain't a bad place to be again. Not really. Yeah. Biblical hell, just fucking Australian hell. Whatever the that yeah. case might be. Um, all good shit though, man. Uh, Problem child, fucking great songs. And here's where uh, one of the things that uh probably is a difference, and I I usually. Uh, respond to what people that don't necessarily like the music you like think right and to those people Bon Scott could kind of sing yeah and Brian Johnson was just screeching fucking cat noise or something you know so people who don't like fucking hard rock or whatever are much more willing to accept fucking Bon Scott's voice than Brian Johnson's
1: yeah Uh, Brian Johnson and the older he gets, it's uh, it's not like it gets better. Right. He uh, he kind of sounds like fucking Elmo after a while. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> and uh, whereas Bon Scott, like he, like I said, he had a lot more things he was doing in songs, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. he was kind of the same way, like had that kind of David Lee Roth thing where he might talk in the song right shit like that say some
0: sleazy shit yeah and and it's
1: gonna sound cool yeah you know
0: yeah and the chicks would dig it you know it's
1: like uh like big balls like towards the end where it's like crabs crayfish yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you
0: know yeah stupid shit that doesn't really make sense and then and some of it you don't even know what it is because they they have like their regional shit that they talk about you know um like, uh, like for example, one thing that uh, well, see, it could have been like a double entendre, where because he talks about backdoor man, yeah, right. Well, a backdoor man, like in their way of thinking is like a hitman. Yeah. Right? Well, to me, a backdoor man that's is just... That's you, the dude that comes in and got fuck ass. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> not necessarily that. There's a couple of different things right. on that. There's also, you know... He's Sancho. You, yeah. He's yeah. yeah. yeah, Sancho. It's someone that's going to be fucking your wife for right. uh, you. Right. When you you leave out the front door... Or he's, he's coming, coming
0: in, in the, the back, back door. See, there you go. So, yeah. So, so different things. But and one thing that made that also made me laugh is that you don't get a whole lot of bands that'll write a song about fucking a fat chick (laughs) right yeah it's a pretty it's a you know it's a it's almost like a comedian something a comedian would do yeah is talk about you know hey man you know don't knock it till you try it it's fucking fun yeah you know it's uh it's like a it's like a moped, it's fun to ride, but you wouldn't want your friends to see you, yeah. you know, whatever it is. But Bon Scott didn't give a fuck if yeah. his friends knew.
1: He was <laughs> like, yeah, check this it's out. Like, we're, out. We're, we're, we're singing a whole lot of Rosie now. Yeah. yeah. What's funny to me is uh, a couple times that happened. Uh, apparently, if you ask uh, Slash, uh, Paradise City was supposed to be a fucking fat chick's. Okay, and Axel changed the lyrics a little bit cuz ah. I guess the the main uh the main chorus uh uh Slash had actually been writing that with uh what's his face uh Izzy Izzy and it was uh uh take me down to the paradise city where the chicks are fat and they got big titties. Okay, oh, yes. there you go. And uh Axel's like, "I was singing about fucking fat chicks." Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, you know that's a uh, that's um, one thing that uh that kind of tripped me out. Like, you know, for whatever reason, you get the image images of bands, yeah. you know. Obviously, Guns N' Roses, there was it was the Hollywood and the chicks and, you know, and very much almost like the Motley Crue movie yeah. that just came out. I wouldn't be surprised to see a Guns N' Roses movie yeah. coming out pretty soon. ACDC, they always struck me as a couple of things. One... A band that could probably drink you under the table, right? Yeah. And also a band that could probably handle themselves in a fight. Yeah. Because they're fucking Australians and they're... They're scrappy they're, dudes. Yeah, they're scrappy dudes, man, you know? So I always liked that about them, you know? Uh, I I always like that, you know, that if they, if they were like, like you said, bombing in a bar or whatever, they could probably fight their way out of that fucking yeah. shit, you know? Uh, bon Scott always struck me that way that kind of like a man's man yeah. you know um Brian Johnson too for that matter you know uh the one funny thing you is that see
1: that cap come off
0: yeah <laughs> the one funny thing that kind of came out was when, when in that documentary that we saw was uh that um which by the way was called uh from the easy beats to ACDC yeah. the history of Australian rock or whatever yeah. the fuck, from the BBC or whatever um that he, brian johnson was actually like a pop star yeah before in some yeah. like singing group or whatever yeah.
1: jordy yeah yeah nobody like i've listened to a little bit of jordy and it's not what you would think oh yeah you know, no it's terrible i thought it was
0: like because again when i was in spain and we and we used to go to these like little events that they would put on for us um and they had record giveaways with mm-hmm. some we got a jordy record
1: yeah
0: and it was just like what the fuck is this shit you know and there was nobody on there that sounded like Brian johnson yeah it was a it was a like one of the, a perfect storm that made that shit happen Yeah, it was like somehow he just was the right dude right place right time and they were the right band for yeah. him to be in seeing which
1: that that was one thing that tripped me out was um they had that little uh, clip of uh, some like vocal group thing mm-hmm. where uh, Bon Scott was one of the backing vocalists. Yeah, him. and uh, it's it's funny because I noticed it before they mentioned it. I mean, he had the you know the, the weird sixties hair at yeah. the time, but I was like, it's "Fucking Bon Scott, right yeah. In there." Yeah, which that's also the fucking thing that's a little kind of interesting about AC/DC was the fact that Bon Scott was significantly older. Mm-hmm. Than the fucking Young Brothers, mm-hmm. like they were like, what fucking sixteen? Or yeah, something? they were like, kids when for, they formed the band. Yeah. and then they got a lead, like a thirty year old lead singer. Right,
0: <laughs> right, yeah, and and you know what? And it was probably good. It was probably yeah. like a, a a good thing, you know. It, which is funny because I just saw that uh, Motley Crue flick, and it struck me at the time, but I didn't really, I didn't really. Uh, make a real point of it but Mick Mars was way older than yeah
1: well it's fucking like I made that joke on Facebook the other day it's like imagine being the groupie that got stuck with Mick Mars right because right. it's like yeah even when at his best that was a weird looking motherfucker oh yeah so like I just trying to picture like when it's time to divide up the groupies. Right. Like you know your fucking place in society now when you're the Mick Mars fucking. Groupie. Right.
0: Well, you know, according to the flick, which uh, which is funny and mm. and uh, actually works out, he wasn't that interested in the, in yeah.
1: that. Probably you know? not. You would imagine like you know they take a. You snag a girl back there, and it's like, well, he is a lead singer, and it's like, oh, how was it? Well, he sat around and talked about how his bones hurt all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. So yeah, he's probably not like the biggest poon hound at the right. time because he's busy, you know, with painful bones. Right.
0: Which, which, uh, man, that's another crazy thing for fucking ACDC for fucking Angus is uh, how fucking. How does he do that still? Because he, he still fucking runs around a lot. Not like before, obviously. But he runs around a fucking lot. And he's got to be almost 70.
1: Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Well, some people keep themselves in shape, man. Man. I don't know. That's why it's like, you know, maybe it's time for her to to slow it down before it becomes such a shell that it's like... You, yeah, you, like you said, like with Blackmore, when you just see him sitting there strumming, it's like, yeah, this no. is not an accurate representation of what it used to oh, be. right. If fucking ACDC was ever, you know... Stationary? Ang- yeah, if Angus was ever just sitting in one spot...
0: Yeah, that would be... And
1: that was my favorite thing from that uh, documentary also, was the fact that to get that sound, you know, that guitar sound that they're trying to capture... He fucking played in studio like he played on stage. Right. So he's flying around the fucking studio. Yeah. Like going crazy. But that makes sense. That's why Kiss's early albums didn't represent what it sounded like live. Because they're not playing it live. Exactly. Like they did live. Like you said when you listen to it. It's strummy. Yeah. It, there's not that energy. But right. when you put the motherfuckers in the, the studio... And just say, fucking play like you do live. Yeah. You're going to get the dude fucking running around, but that's how they sound live. And that's right. how you get that on the album. Right. That's how Van Halen, they they just played everything live up mm-hmm. until, I think, about 1984 or so. Yeah. Um, Might have been a little bit before that. I'm not sure. But the first several albums, at least, they played the songs live. It was all one take. hmm And then you pick whatever the best take was. Mm-hmm and Dave was saying as often it was the first take because you weren't thinking as much about it right
0: and when and when you're Van Halen see like Van Halen during that time was like they had a lot of people that wanted to produce them yeah you know so they had a lot of people that were willing to have patience with them in the studio and whatever whatever and ACDC as was the case in Australia they basically owned their own studio yeah so they could fuck around as much as they wanted, oh, yeah. and, you know, do they're it. Fucking,
1: their brothers running the fucking yeah. thing, you know. It's
0: yeah. So know. they got that fucking sound down, yeah. you know, and it was so much higher energy than than you know than like you said than the kiss shit. Because that kiss shit, I mean, you can tell like they're paying by the hour for that shit. They're <laughs> just trying to get it down and fucking have yeah. something to fucking put out, and it shows. Even though the songs were great, the recordings aren't great, you yeah. know. Um, and like this dude said the other day, which, uh, he goes, you know, that's, those records were what made it more evident that Ace was really the talent in the band. Yeah. You know, whereas, uh, whereas in ACDC is like, you know, uh, obviously Angus is Mm -hmm. Angus, but then Bon Scott was what he was. Yeah. And then Malcolm was the unknown, really center of the whole fucking thing, you know? He was the fucking cement. Yeah, and then George, who was the orchestrator, you know? That's, I mean, imagine just having a a dude that already knew all the ropes, already been there, done that, owns a fucking studio, and he's telling you guys, okay, you just gotta do it like this, man. We're gonna fucking make it fucking... But I don't think anybody ever expected... What happened? Yeah. You know, no, I mean, I,
1: you can't expect to become the biggest band in the world. Right. right. Yeah, You like, know, it, fucking, geez. It's funny how he was even said, like, when, you know, the easy beats, then they split up and everything, and George gave, you know, gave, uh, I guess, his guitar yeah. and shit. And he's yeah. like, he's the best investment I ever fucking made. Oh, he like, had, yeah, dude. You <laughs> know? like, here you go, play yeah. my guitar. You need something to play. Yeah.
0: Man. And it's funny how that fucking happens, man, because, like, you know, Iommi started fucking recording that first album with a strat. Yeah. It fucking took a shit, so he fucking busted out his S G that he hardly ever played mm-hmm. and recorded the rest of the record with that. Angus they just happened to fucking give him a fucking SG. Yeah. You know, and that became the, the fucking guitar of his life, you yeah. know, and and Naomi, same thing, you know? It's like, just one little fucking thing could have been a whole different fucking shit, you know what I mean? <clears throat> There's And and some dudes are, are so fucking uh, pegged in with that thing. Yeah. You know, like I was watching some video the other day, and Ace was playing an Explorer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know how the fuck he ended up playing it, but he's playing an Explorer. Yeah. And it just looks... Totally fucking wrong. It's yeah, that's, you know, that's it's like Anything but a Les Paul in his hands looks weird. Yeah. If fucking Angus was to play anything but an SG, would look weird.
1: Well, it's like how um, it's still. It's, I'm still, you know, coming to terms with it. Like with Metallica, like James switched up guitars. Yeah, like, over the years, he sure did. You know, because he used to have an Explorer. Yeah, like that now he has all his custom. That was his shit. number
0: one. Now he's got those ESPs. Yeah. that look like Les Paul, sort of. Yeah. yeah.
1: But it's like that, you know, you just used to have that just flat white mm-hmm. explore. Mm-hmm. And that was what James fucking played. Right.
0: And it was perfect. Yeah. You know? But yeah, that's one of those things where uh yeah, I think the I think guys from the newer generations are more adaptable to change. Yeah. Whereas old dudes are like, eh, f- it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, this it, you is know? what's working for me. Then. Yeah, like, and now I'm, dudes are like, eh, can we make this better? Can we yeah. do this, you know, whatever? And a lot of times you can, but sometimes you can't, you know? Uh, I don't, you know, like, for, like, for example, if if uh, I'm looking forward to Tony Iommi coming out with some solo shit, yeah, I would really be surprised if he wasn't fucking playing one of his fucking regular guitars, though. Yeah. I mean, if he suddenly was fucking... Oh, well, you know what? I think I'm going to fucking play a Jackson. <laughs> you know, that would just be like, what? I mean, it would be awesome, but, you, gotta, you know. I think I'm yeah. going to try
1: this Yamaha. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Fucking time for Yamaha to make a comeback. <laughs> Black Sabbath and Yamaha on the road together. Yeah, that would be fucking crazy. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, like you said, it's one of those things where um, at some point, right around this time, they, uh, Mark Evans was still in the band uh-huh. at for uh, for um, Highway to Hell, but I think he he fucking leaves right thereafter, because yeah, Cliff Williams joins right after. Yeah, so he's like the first um, the first big change from from the group during the successful time. And uh, and he's also doing backing vocals, which changes things a little bit, too. Because before that, it was mostly just Malcolm doing it. Yeah. So now they got more, a little bit stronger. And uh, actually, Mark Evans played on one song. So that's that's a bitch. Because <laughs> he got, at least he got fired during the album. So that's, that's, uh, man. And so then, you know, we got uh, Rock and Roll Damnation down payment, blues, riffraff, which is a lot of people's like deep cut favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people like that. Sin City, I fucking love that fucking song. You know, so, uh, so yeah, man, this is uh kicked in the teeth again. Yeah, fuck yeah. This is, this song, this album's got jams, dude, jams. And again, uh, this one, the UK, had a different mix with small variations in vocals, small variations in guitar tracks. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us at 6.30 in the Neil Morgan Auditorium for a screening of the for 2018 AC/DC. film, Bad Times at the El Royale. Once again, that's I actually Bad want to Times see that movie. at the El Royale. It does Royale look pretty
1: good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: in the Neil Morgan Auditorium. Thank you. Good
1: be there or be square. Good to know that there's a movie that we can watch. Right, that. right, right after movie. this
0: while the traffic boils down, leaving yeah. beautiful downtown San Diego. And yeah, go home and eat. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? i this is like probably the first time I'm gonna have to really remember that I don't have a left turn signal right now. Oh good. So we're gonna stick close to the slow lanes on the freeway. <laughs> Hopefully we are leaving a little. Going to be leaving a little bit later than usual, so hopefully there's less traffic than yeah. usual. But yeah, alrighty. So, nineteen seventy nine, and we got Highway to Hell. Highway to Hell is probably like the the classic um, Bon Scott record. Yeah, you know, and unfortunately the last one. Yeah, you know. Um, and this just died. That so. was, yeah.
1: I mean, that was really kind of capped off everything they have been building up to. Because every, every album, when you listen to them in a row, they get, you know, just a little bit heavier and just a little bit more removed from uh, blues. Right. Because they're a lot bluesier uh, in the early records, you know. They have a lot more of that, you know, slower like dun 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 dun, you know tempo to them that they kind of start losing those a little bit more and a little bit more over time at least but um and then just the production values go up and you get that fatter and fatter guitar sound
0: totally totally and uh and uh let me see here yes for how to hell we got mutt lang you know and that was that was the first the first yeah. album from him and he's like that producer from hell yeah in a sense where he doesn't fucking let you off the hook till it's fucking perfect yeah. you know and and the sound is um representative of that you know i mean they did it first with the highway to hell then with back in black and then Mutt lang like took it to even more crazier levels like with def leppard yeah, Where, I mean, every single fucking thing is just, you know, perfectly fucking yeah. schemed, you know? That's but why,
1: I, honestly, that's why I don't, one of the several reasons I have a hard time getting that into Def Leppard mm-hmm. is I feel like those, those albums are overproduced. Right. They're just a bit too I don't know right yeah that's why
0: like you know a lot of the a lot of like my friends from those days or whatever we were into uh, on through the night and we were into high and dry and then pyromania we weren't sure about it mm-hmm. but it got so huge that it was like well you, fuck it You know? it's gotta be around yeah it's gonna be around and, and they're a band that we like and, they, and they're cool live and all that shit and uh, and yeah so whatever and then it then it went for me it went sideways with with the, the other shit, the yeah, once got stereo yeah whatever, whatever it was that was a bit much for me and then you know one- arm drummers and other stuff and um, yeah you know whatever but um, but they were always good live and they're still pretty good live um, in preparation for this, I watched uh let there be rock again, mm-hmm. and I watched uh a c d c live at River Plate and I don't know if you've seen that one no that's uh either. I'll make you one it's uh it's there in Argentina
1: hmm.
0: right and River plate is a is an argentinian soccer team, which for the life of me, I still don't know why the fuck they're called River Plate, <laughs> but that's what they're called and um so it's in their stadium yeah and so it's a huge fucking gig, you know like Maybe a hundred thousand people, and they and they kill it, you know. But uh, again, it's evident with ACDC, with uh, with um, Brian Johnson. You know, um, there's like no live albums. Yeah. You know, and there's and there's a reason why. It's just he doesn't really fucking sound like like the records yeah. at all. You know, there's a reason why there's no live Van Halen album for David Lee Roth.
1: Well, there's one. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah.
0: Then. But I mean, you know, but like from yeah. the day, from yeah. the heyday, because, you know, back then, back in those days, people were just like, hey, work for Kiss, work for fucking Frampton, and work for fucking, yeah. might, might as well give it a shot, you know? The but one they that, didn't. Yeah.
1: The one I'm still surprised about is why they didn't have an official uh, Black Sabbath one at the time, because...
0: It would have sounded good. Yeah, it would have sounded yeah. just fine. Yeah. Ozzy,
1: his he doesn't have like what you consider like a singer singer voice, but he fit everything and he sounded just fine live at that time period.
0: Right, right. So there you go. So uh, so Bon Scott dies, and you know it's interesting because I you know um, I forget who said it somebody who used to be in the band or somebody who used to be associated with the band or whatever, basically said that there's no way it went down the way that they say it went down. It would be like, like for example, for me, mm-hmm. if, if you had told my friends five years ago, six years ago, that I died from... Alcohol intake yeah. and fucking whatever, they would have been like, no way, dude. He swims in that shit. Yeah. He isn't gonna fucking die from that shit. And there's a lot of people that were Bond Scott's friends at the time that are really not buying that either, mm-hmm. you know. And somebody said that uh, that somebody gave him some opiates. Yeah. That some other shit was going on, and that that's why mixed with the alcohol and everything, that might have took him out.
1: Well, I mean, the official ruling was that he vomited in his sleep, and right? Choked on his own, and vomit. choked on it, yeah. And that's why you're supposed to, if someone's passed out, you're, you're supposed, supposed to roll to them of out out their fit. fucking stomach, right?
0: You know? And I would think that most people would know that at the, yeah. you know, at well, the time.
1: So what they said is one of the friends uh, put him in his car, right? And he's going to sleep it off in of the car, right? And they maybe I guess he didn't think he was in danger of doing that. Yeah. And he just fell asleep on his back and in the backseat of his car. And that, and was that was and it. That was it. But you know, I
0: mean, maybe people don't know because like... Um,
1: he wouldn't be the first rock star to choke to death on sure his own. Sure wouldn't.
0: Puke. Sure wouldn't. You know, I watched that Lady Gaga movie, <laughs> The uh, Star is Born. Yeah. You see it? No. It's good.
1: My wife likes yeah. it, so...
0: Yeah, it was good. And Check it out. And uh, in the movie, Bradley Cooper's a fucking drunk senseless senseless yeah. drunk every time I watch any of those movies like yeah. whoever's with me in the room they like look at me like yeah you used to do shit like that yeah, yeah. motherfucker that reminds me of that time yeah I
1: remember you saying that you don't like watching those types of movies with Lonnie yeah that reminds her yeah, yeah or my mom either yeah. yeah
0: my mom trips out too She's you know whatever but
1: like, I'm here I'm sober yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: exactly but in the movie uh his brother is like, kind of like his caretaker, mm-hmm. and he takes him to his bed, passed out, and lays him on his back. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right? You know, <laughs> they're not fucking, you're going to kill this fucking guy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, you know, uh, so, Bon Scott dies, and again, it's one of those things that, you know, they gotta make a fucking decision on the fly. Yeah. You know, what do you do? Well, everybody can just pack up and go home. Or you keep going. Yeah. You know, and
1: Bon Scott's dad told him to keep going. Yeah, he
0: told him to keep going. And, you know. So, boom. Brian Johnson and they fucking they record in the Bahamas of all places <laughs> with Mutt Lang. And Man, they, just, they got the right dude, the right producer, the right songs, and kicked the fuck out of it. Yeah. Just kicked the fuck out of it to where there was really no doubt. And, like, you know, for us, we were new to ACDC, so we just thought, well, this is a new band. You know? Yeah. We had never, there there was not... Um,
1: there was no expectation.
0: Yeah, and there, and there really wasn't a, a lot of... Um, a C D C on the radio before that. Like mm-hmm. not that I was aware of anyway.
1: I mean if the what would be on the radio, it would have had to have been shit like highway to hell. Yeah. You know? Yeah, maybe. but I don't but I
0: don't think it was and, and I'm trying to
1: uh maybe a touch too much, you
0: know. Yeah, I'm trying to it didn't chart. Yeah. So you know, it's it's one of those things where in the U.S. anyways, yeah, probably you know in 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 Australia I'm sure it went to number one or whatever. So it wasn't like they were getting a lot of airplay here or anything, and then suddenly there was Back in Black, and again, I think the production goes a long way too, man, because uh, because um, I mean all these albums went platinum after the fact, yeah, but uh, I think Back in Black was the first one to go platinum the first time, yeah, the first first run, you know, and actually went to number one, fucking number one album with your first, the first album with the new singer, and it goes number one,
1: man. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, it happened with Van Halen, well, yeah, Van Halen, I don't know if they, if they out, if 5150 ever went number one. Well, it
0: probably went top 10. Yeah, but I know...
1: Jump was the only number one single they had. Right. But...
0: Right. Yeah. But, you know, man, it's funny. It's funny because um, there's so many bands that, like, I mean, the timing of this shit was just brutal, you know? And Van Halen broke up right after their fucking best-selling record also, you know? Now, for me, like, something like Sabbath... Makes a lot more sense because yeah. they were fucking falling on hard times, yeah. you know, and so that makes sense. Like the you know the flick that I the, the Motley Crew when they kicked out Vince, they were on uh, yeah. fucking hard times too. But this is like you know, wow, man, at the top of their game, you know. So weak fuckers would have fucking just ah uh, well well yeah we tried, fuck it. Sorry, we you lost know,
1: our lead singer, dude. Yeah. That's, you can't replace that. Yeah, it's a nightmare
0: scenario. And they did it. And they did it. And, you know, Brian Johnson. And then... So, track listing for fucking... Uh, for Back in Black. Hell's Bells. Fucking Shoot the Thrill. What do you do for money, honey? It would be a fucking... Uh, these are songs that are... In time, appropriate. Out of time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not so fucking appropriate, right? Uh, giving the dog
1: a bone. <laughs> yeah, giving the dog
0: a bone. Wow.
1: Let me lo- let me put my love into you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Have a drink on me. That was my theme song for many, many, many years. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, like you shook me all night long and fucking and hells bells little did we know it at the time but those would be anthems for years to come oh yeah you know for now you hear them at the stadium you hear them at fucking uh, monster truck rallies or you know all kinds of shit they're like they're they're theme songs even in commercials and shit so it's like this shit at the time was still very fucking Oh, you like that? You like ACDC? Yeah. Oh my God! You know whatever, whatever. Now it's like mainstream fucking. Oh, yeah, as if everyone liked it. You know. Oh yeah,
1: it's like you said with your mom. Like my my mom knows ACDC shit. Yeah. She also is, she associates it with Trevor Hoffman more than anything. Of course, you know but, that. You know she knows she knows at least some of the songs. Um, I think. Uh, Yeah, it's, there There ain't a fucking weak song on there, dude. Um, I do think there's, the only song on it that I can kind of give or take at this point is uh, You Shook Me All Night Long. It's been so overplayed. It's one of those things. Your attention, please. The library will be closing in 30 minutes. All restrooms and computers will shut down in 15 minutes. So it's one of them, uh, it's one of those overplayed songs. It's one of those songs that you see dudes fucking try to do in karaoke that ain't got no business doing. Oh, it. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Ain't. If you ever seen anyone try to do ACDC in karaoke, it's not fucking How pleasant.
0: could it sound good? It's like, it, it's almost impossible.
1: It's No, unless you are like secretly in an ACDC <laughs> tribute band yeah. and you're bored. Right. You're going to go up there and you're just going to fuck it up. Right. You know, it's yeah. like on a similar vein that it's less difficult to pull off. Um, every so often I'll have too many drinks and I'll uh, do uh, motorhead. Okay. And it's an, a, it's a close enough representation because, you know, Lemmy's not a hard a vocalist. <laughs> vocalist to do, but it's so rough on you that you can't. Oh yeah. You lose your voice immediately. After yeah. That. Yeah. You know, but you have fun doing it.
0: Yeah, you know, I can't sing at all, but I think I could probably pull off a fucking Iron Fist. <laughs> you know, maybe. But, but no, uh, probably not.
1: You know, last time I did karaoke, I uh, had a few drinks and I did a Paranoid. Well, you know, that's and, probably the trick as to why
0: I probably won't ever do karaoke yeah. again. Is That there's not that element anymore that makes you want to do it. You because know, blues makes you want to do that. Yeah,
1: I've done it sober. Have dude. you? Yeah, oh I still have fun doing it. But this time, we had gone to a wedding... Uh, and we've been we got fairly toasty at the wedding and right. then we went to the bar after the wedding Because oh, yeah. so many people that were that's what they all did after me and Roxy's wedding right A bunch of her friends that were in town for our wedding went to their bar, the carriage house that they all met and hang, hung out okay with me, except for me and Roxy because we're fucking done right We've been up we've been up since like six in the morning right because the wedding high shit. stress day. but we were like, oh, Jen and Eric are getting married now. We're gonna go to the carriage house. So me and you know a couple of our friends uh, went to the to the bar afterwards. So we've been we drank from you know five till uh, morning in the morning. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get fucked up. We pa- we paced that out a- enough we managed to not be fucked up <laughs> by the end of it, and uh, but it was fun, right. you know. And uh, we're getting sidetracked, but we're gonna have to for call sure. It
0: well, let's just do this, you know. Uh, for those about to rock, like I said, it's one of my favorite albums. For those about to rock, "Put the Finger on You," "Let's Get It Up" is one of my favorite yeah. songs. Period. Uh, Evil Walk, COD. Those those are fucking those are the shit. And then suddenly, like, uh, Flick of the Switch was okay. Yeah. Fly on the Wall was okay. Blow Up Your Video, I really don't even remember. Yeah. And then uh, The Razor's Edge was okay, and then I kind of lost track
1: of it. Yeah. I think uh, Thunderstruck was, like, their big, like... Comeback. Comeback. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, ACDC's back.
0: Right. Right. Which, for me, was, like, I I think during that time... I was pretty fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't really, like, whatever. But, and but so there's that excuse, but that's kind of my excuse for almost everything that was going on during that <laughs> time. But still in all, I was still going to, to uh, I was still getting to Rush albums, mm-hmm. still going to see Rush, still getting my guitar albums and yeah. whatever, whatever. So I guess that would mean that I'm really kind of a fair weather ACDC fan. Yeah. I'm not the fucking biggest A C D C fan in the world in the sense that I don't even have all the records. Yeah. You know, even now that they're free, I don't have them. Yeah. So it's so yeah, it's, you know, uh yeah. Kind of kind of a not if like, you know, I think like these these podcasts will be more for people like us that are that like ACDC a lot and whatever, whatever, whatever. But if you're a fucking hardcore, you know everything about ACDC, you're going to be sitting there going, why don't these fuckers talk about this? Or why don't yeah. they fucking talk about that? Because like I say, I'm not the super fucking ACDC fan. I'm yeah. just a fan of ACDC kind of like everybody else. Yeah. Maybe at a little bit higher level than some just in the sense you know of musical appreciation yeah. or whatever. But outside of that, you know... Uh, if they again if they if they get back together with Brian Johnson for one last go I'll go oh yeah you know why not we, we gotta it's gonna be loud, make a field trip fun. of it Yeah, I
1: haven't gotten to see them live so I would like to see that. right by the time I was going to concerts they were kind of not like at the top of their game anymore right so it's like you know once I was finally allowed to go do things that right. was around the time of uh, you know stiff upper lip and shit like yeah. that so I'm like
0: the good thing about AC/DC is that they never were the kind of band that tried to fucking kill you with the fucking knock you over the head with the new record. Yeah, they didn't like fucking you know play like ten songs from the new record and then a few hits, sprinkle you know? in a few hits. Yeah, no, they always they know what to play and they yeah. always played their shit and that's that's one thing where and I think it's a good um, it's a good strategy because. I don't think anybody's ever disappointed at an ACDC show. Yeah, You know, they they saw what they fucking... And, and again, another parallel, like you said, with Motorhead. You're never really fucking disappointed at a Motorhead show. You yeah. know what you're going to see is fucking Motorhead, yeah. Slayer. Even the, fucking, uh, you know. even the
1: songs you don't know from Motorhead, you're still going to fucking... Yeah, because it sounds gonna, like fucking
0: Motorhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, man, so we're going to wrap it up. With our two episodes of ACDC.
1: I'm sure we might have to do a deep deeper dive another time Another we'll talk time. about some of them later yep. albums or something. But so next
0: week either we'll be back with a new one or I'll do one of my solo ones. But either way, we'll we'll be back and uh we're getting this shit back in motion again. So until the next one. This is Big Frog.
1: Mike Castleberry.
0: And we're out.